telegram chats and uh, on Twitter and calling out people who it's, it's sort of interesting the, the Streisand effect that happens when you interact with people because on the one hand there is um, kind of your you know licking the back of your hand and bitch slapping them in social media and then you sort of raise their profile a little bit and I'm yeah, it's always it's always difficult. Uh, so I try to do that. I try to do that to people who already have a profile somewhat, or or that are supported by other community leaders, or or perceived as you know valuable member of the community. Because uh, if not, you know, if there are nobody to begin with, there's not that much of a point of doing it. Right, right. And I'm speaking here of of Steve Patterson, who. Um, uh, again, maybe I'm maybe now I'm falling for it. So not only did I bring up OKCoin, but now <laughs> I, I'm giving more uh, more attention to Steve Patterson. But it was it's well. The thing is, Steve Patterson has been promoted by Roger recently, and so as a result, he's been you know on the forefront very much. Uh, yeah, so I think well. he's fair game. Okay, and that that was what I was. Uh, that's 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 how you got me to sort of think about it. Um, so. Patterson is, is, uh, fancies himself a, a philosopher, and he's had a, uh, a fairly popular podcast called Patterson in Pursuit. Uh, he delves into, um, uh, you know, sort of the deep weeds of, of uh, philosophy. And back in, I think, 2014, he wrote a fairly influential pamphlet slash book on Bitcoin. And a lot of people <clears throat> have cited it, at least to me, as, as being important. And, uh, uh, I'll confess to uh, having sympathies for him um, along the way. He entered the conversation, and here I believe is the tension, whether it's it, it, less so with Roger, because I think Roger does have technical chops uh, to a degree, but he'll be the first to admit he's not a developer and he's not, you know, and he, he defers. <clears throat> but here, here I think is, is the real tension. Um, We've, we've set ourselves up as this sort of censorship-resistant answer to Bitcoin Core, uh, to the R Bitcoin subreddit. Uh, we've talked a lot about openness, and a lot of us are self-described uh, anarcho-capitalists. And so it sort of carries this um, stereotype that anything goes. You know, we're all heroin slamming, sitting around watching porn, um, you know, just freedoming it up and letting everybody in and, you know, all that good stuff. And there's no governance. There's no, you know, governor in the, in the, in the engine sense that, that kind of monitors things and slows things down. And so Patterson came in and was critical of the, the two megabyte uh, soft cap and basically throwing around words like centralization or, um, sort of the, the Hayekian notion of, of central planning and, and how, you know, we have devs now becoming this ivory tower, uh, Sachet and this group is, uh, ABC is, 
is sort of becoming the new Bitcoin core, the new Greg uh, Maxwell's, the new block streams, the new, you know, so on and so I mean, you're familiar with all the arguments, but I'm just catching up mm-hmm. listeners in case they're on there. Um, and you, you let him go for a while. And I think he had a couple of defenders or at least people, you know, trying to talk with him. And then, <laughs> and then you entered the chat and just started to dismember him by asking technical questions, how much code he's committed, like, and then that turned into why are you avoiding the questions? Why won't you answer? Uh, this is an economics question, not a technical one. And you kept redirecting the conversation back to, wait a second, wait a second. Who are you? What have you done? Where's your skin in the game? You know, and then, and then uh, I'm not sure who, but I think someone involved in, in certainly in our camp um, booted Patterson and then that led to charges of censorship and so on. Can, can you address that sort of idea and we can smuggle in the, the, the soft cap uh, conversation too, but specifically the issue of does this go to the culture idea theme that I'm trying to touch on here that, that you're trying to now exercise and sort of model to people? Well, so here is the deal. There is, you know, if, if you need to answer to everybody on the internet, you're going to spend your life doing only that. And even then you won't have enough time, right? So <laughs> um, you, you need to focus on as are people of ID that have proven that they have some merit behind them, right? Um, because, you know, like just because otherwise, you know, everybody has an opinion. And so you're going to have like billions of people of opinions that, that you have to address. And the thing is, um, so Steve has um, no technical skills that I know of. Uh, so on that front, his ideas on that front are, you know, essentially worthless. And, and you know, by that you can, you can judge on any achievement. I'm not saying like you need to have like that diploma or you need to have done this or that stuff, right? But if you have some skill in some area, they should be something visible in the world that, you know, demonstrate that you have those skills. But, you know, what you say, you know, his, his thesis is essentially, well, you know, this is not just a technical project and he's absolutely right on that front. Uh, this is not just a technical project and the, you know, the developer know a lot of, about technical stuff, but essentially they are complete morons when it comes to everything else, right? That's the, <laughs> that's the basis of his thesis. And this is not a thesis that, stand the test of reality, right? Because when we look at the test of reality, um, when, when Segwit2x was happening, for instance, I explained the game theory then, and, and so that it would you know, likely fail. And what I explained would happen, you know, essentially ended up happening. And the same happened with Craig Wright and, and you know, a few other events like that. Um, and uh, but but on the other hand, Steve Patterson was unable to uh, you know like produce any coherent mental model of the situation that would uh, predict all of those events. So clearly, also on that front, it doesn't have uh, you know demonstrable skills of understanding what's going on and what is the dynamic of the space and the different actor and their incentives and and the whole game theory behind it. It clearly has not demonstrated any uh, you know any knowledge or any skills. That would say that you know he has you know something especially interesting to to present on that front. So uh, because of that, is essentially like not 
not worth addressing on 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 that level. And right? it's just it's right. just like the drunk guy in the pub that is talking about you know what you need to do to fix the economy, right? Is is right. Mm-hmm. That's that's what it is. And if our community want to put those kind of people forward, then uh, you know it's gonna get what it values. And <laughs> and so you know if it values those kind of people, then you know this is what is this is what it's gonna get. Yeah, and I, I think the charges of censorship. Are, are interesting. I mean, because censorship, some people believe is just, you know, the government preventing them from speaking in some sort of legal sense. But we've expanded that as the BCH community, and I, I don't pretend to speak for it, so I, I could be wrong here. But the perception is our, our outward perception, sort of default uh, perception that we leave with people is that we're the open ones, you know, we're the ones who will take on all comers. Is there a danger of, of <clears throat> falling into the trap? So because uh, Amari uh, comes from Mount High and he's got all this uh, uh, this clout and the street cred in the BCH community, and he comes in and he basically pr- he gives the imprimatur that uh, Patterson is is incorrect and a heretic and should be shunned. Uh, is there a danger that our community becomes kind of that which it which it professed to hate? Well, if if what's happening is, you know, I'm already said this guy is bad, therefore this guy is bad and we kicking him out, then this is definitively uh, not where we want to go. <laughs> uh, that would be, uh, you know, th- that would be a bit of a problem. But uh, if we consider that this guy is wasting everybody's time, essentially, uh, because he wants to be taken seriously in area where it has not demonstrated any you know value added essentially um then then it's okay right because if you don't act when this kind of stuff happen then you're gonna accumulate more and more people that waste everybody's time and and quickly enough and this has been happening uh cyclically in the bch space actually like every time you have a space where people are active because we are not being very willing to you know keep those space with a high uh, signal to noise ratio, then what's been happening is that people that are actually valuable end up leaving because the you know there is just too much noise there, and so you have another space that's formed, but this other space you know share the same you know immune system problem, and so a bunch of people that are very noisy come and and so you see the space moving again and again, and I think this is this is a pretty bad dynamic, and. You know, I think this is okay. Um, I, I I don't subscribe to this whole censorship the way a good chunk of the community is seeing it. Uh, it's probably a fairly unpopular opinion, but um, there is this idea in the BCH community that uh, BTC is where it is instead of you know BCH being number one because there was so much censorship on Bitcoin talk and our Bitcoin. Mm-hmm. But when you look at the actual numbers, I mean, those places have been destroyed by the censorship, right? So that doesn't explain the situation, actually. Um, Bitcoin talk, the frequentation of Bitcoin talk is a fraction of what it used to be. And our Bitcoin has not, you know, grown any significantly, right? Like right now, it's about the same size as our BTC or slightly bigger, but not that much bigger. It used to be the place where all discussion Bitcoin related happen on our Bitcoin or Bitcoin talk forum. 
Uh, no, none of it is happening there, right? So they destroy their own community with with very bad moderation policies. So it, it doesn't fit the narrative that you know they were able to establish you know some some very strong position because of that censorship. Um, and and I think by by being too open, like it's the the line between the two is 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 fine right but i think there is a, a a line between censorship and and moderation and and i think we've we've gone to a point where it's very difficult to have any kind of moderation and and this is detrimental to any social space uh, within vch yeah and and i wanted to uh, i'm i'm glad you said all that uh, i think it's going to help some people sort it out um, maybe not. Maybe it just leads to more controversy. Uh, but uh, I think uh, I think uh, the point there is is well taken. Whether people agree or not, ultimately, um, you know, I like that uh, that that you had, didn't have a problem uh, addressing it. So, kind of lastly, on sort of the the sachetization of Bitcoin Cash, and as you're as you're coming into more of a public figure, and you're starting to be more direct, and you're challenging. Um, you know, sort of all of our sacred cows, including my employer, and you're 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 <clears throat> you're, you're you're essentially trying to model again this, uh, which which I'll link to in the show notes. Uh, this this presentation you gave on uh, on the importance of culture. Um, you're trying to direct the conversation. I, I think sort of the last worry on on this scale. Um, that uh, that I want to convey to you is that what so <clears throat> as everybody was heading to Townsville, as any, everybody was going to Australia, uh, I made the crack and I was you know half joking, but it was taken seriously amongst our editorial staff. Uh, I was like, uh, hey, you know what happens if uh, I don't know, like Sachet's on a plane with all the developers and stuff, and you know it lands in the freaking South China Sea or you know in in uh, crashes into a Bitcoin cash city. I mean, is, is, is that the end of Bitcoin cash? So I, I think the question and the criticism that is being levied now um, is that basically we either, not we, the Bitcoin cash community either gets behind Amari Sachet or it, or it gets out of Bitcoin cash. Uh, yeah, I didn't ask a question, did I? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> some some podcaster I am. Uh, so anyway, um, so here's I'll, I'll I'll just completely bitch out here. Uh, I'll I'll be a wimp. Uh, what's your comment to that? Yeah. So the comment to that is that um, it's it's definitively a concern, but the action that have been taken to try to address that concern actually have made things worse, I think. Um, because uh, what has been happening, and it's been happening since the very early days, is that the idea was to dogpile on ABC and on myself to kind of reduce the influence uh, of ABC on myself on the project. But uh, this is not what happened in practice when you do that. What happened in practice when you do that is that um, you, you create a conflict and one of the two parties is going to be victorious in that conflict and the other party is, uh, you know, is, is going to lose influence in the project. 
and and so what has been happening is that you have those other party that think that maybe ABC has too much influence, and so they start fighting it. And so first, it's very negative for the project, but second, what ends up happening is that they reduce their own influence within the space, and so they make the problem that they set themselves to address even worse. So, so if I'm if I'm understanding, because I I think this is actually a really really interesting point that you're making. So they if they point and say. Amarisa Shea and ABC is too powerful. It's his way or the highway and you guys need to, and then people leave because they've pointed this out. Then the fact that, I mean, essentially what they're doing is they're elevating Amari and ABC even more, right? Yeah. 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 This is, this is all done playing out. Um, like look at what happened when there was the fork with BSV, right? So we, uh, we we took a stand uh, that you know it was not okay to scramble the whole roadmap at the last minute uh, for you know under under concern that were uh, fallacious and BU tried to uh, you know seize the opportunity of BSV being very strong against ABC uh, to to try to you know. <laughs> Try to let them beat us as much as possible, and and in the hope that they would, you know, come as as the leader, probably or at least more influential than than, than they used to. Huh. And what I said at the time was that the game that they were playing would damage BCH, and it would also damage BU unless they managed to destroy ABC, right? Um, and so they did not manage to destroy ABC in the process. And so what happened is that it effectively damaged BCH and it damaged BU. But the reaction that I get from that at the time uh, where people saying like, why do you want, you know, why do you want BU to be damaged? It's like, no, this is not, this is not what I'm saying. Uh, if I say, you know, if you jump out of that building, you're going to hurt yourself, probably die. It doesn't mean that I want you to hurt yourself and die. It's just, you know, it's a statement of, of all oh, the shit is gonna unfold if some action are taken, and and so this is effectively what has what has been happening, um, and, and you see you see that pattern. You know it, it has happened also with uh, uh, Tom Harding, which used to lead XT when XT was a thing, um, and he created that project called NABC, which was you know a complete rejection of what we were doing. Essentially, this project never went anywhere. Uh, it's completely dead in the water. But you know, as a result, completely uh, remove the people that took part into this into any kind of, of you know position of influence within the project. And and no, there some of them are gone. Some of them are trying to claw their way back in. Um, but but the end result, because we were t- you know talking about you know centralized things are. Um, the end result of that is that it makes the project more centralized and it makes the project weaker. I, I feel uh, so dumb. This is the first time I've literally ever thought of that. That's- well, I don't know. Um, <laughs> it, it doesn't like. It seems like it's not of use to a lot of people because when I when I mention this kind of stuff, uh, quite often people like completely miss it um, and and confuse that for a statement of what I wish would happen or something like that. But this is actually how the game theory plays out. Uh, but if you, if you look at what some other project I've been doing, um, 
like look at you know Mark Ludenberg for instance. He's done a lot of work for Electron Cash, and he ended mm -hmm. up designing most of what is going into the next upgrade. And it ended up being different from what I personally I had in mind. You know, I, I talked to him and and I went, you know, I went to him and I was like, you know, I think it should be done this and that way. And uh, he took that and he went to talk with other people and he came back with a solution that was different. And at the beginning, I was like, yeah, you know, I don't know. It seems weird and stuff. But, uh, you know, thinking it through and thinking about all the consequences of both solution, the solution he came up with was clearly superior. And so this is what is happening, and and this and, and is, you're this saying is what, that so so because uh, I I don't want that point to get lost. So uh, regarding the which was going to be uh, my next segue here into the November uh, upgrade, you're saying that independent dev Mark Lundeberg had an idea and you were skeptical, and you gave some suggestions. He went out and sort of got other opinions and other ideas, and then came back. And you were still kind of uneasy about it. And then as he fleshed it out, you're saying it's, it's clearly superior. Yeah, yeah. It turned out to be better at the end. So uh, I had no choice but to, <laughs> but to cave in and, and okay. um, you know, go along with that. Uh, so, so this kind of, of more cooperative approach is, is going to allow people to, you know, carve themselves more of an influence within the project and and as they get more influence they can you know direct the direction of the project better and this is how things get uh, more decentralized yeah that is again i i'm i feel really stupid not uh, not having uh, thought that through so that's super interesting and i wonder if i can uh, uh sort of hypnotize any uh, influencers out there uh, that are thinking about uh, working with uh, Marie at uh, uh, Bitcoin ABC, just just stay with the prickliness. Like, stay with them. Like, keep challenging him and, you know, and, and make good points and, you know, come at him hard. He doesn't suffer fools. So, you know, come at him, you know, have your stuff ready and, you know, get him to cave in like, uh, like Lundy did. So... Uh, <laughs> Uh, I think that's that's a real important lesson. But it, it's not it's not the only case actually. It happened uh, it happened many times, right? So um, uh, check that asig was also one such example ah. where uh, so at the beginning uh, Andrew Stone came up with this idea that was I think data seek verify or something like that, and. It seemed like a good idea, but the way it was done was uh, not very good, I'd say, like the implementation detail. And, you know, the default is often in the detail. Um, so so the, the actual implementation of it was not very good, but the general idea was very good and there was a lot of traction behind it. And so uh, Anthony, Anthony is eager. So, so what happened first is that, you know, people addressed feedback to Andrew. And Andrew was like, you know, fuck it. This is, you know, <laughs> this is what it is, or, or, um, or this is not what it is. And essentially, put people in a, in a catch twenty two situation, right? Because either you end up taking over, and then it's like, oh, people are evil because they take my idea, but they do it differently, and not they present, they pretend it's there, you know, or, or we don't do it at all because it's not good in such a way. But then, you know, we are evil because we are blocking the idea, and yada yada yada. So. 
uh, it was, you know, the whole stuff was going in a very bad direction. It's still doing it now. If you look on social media, what it's saying, it's still bitching about that. Anyway, so Anthony Ziger um, ended up taking over. He's like, okay, Andrew is not going to address any of the feedback. So I guess um, if this is going to happen, someone is going to have to take the lead on that. And so, and so he did, and he gets our feedback from uh, Chris Pesha and Clement Slace and um, uh, Omeni as well, like from a few other people, right? And, and we ended up with a design that is much, much better than the original DSV, and it's been deployed, and now it's quite a success. So this is, um, this is the kind of, of behavior you want to have if you want to have an influence and then as you reliably uh, exhibit that behavior then your influence within the project is going to grow right and if one day i decide to go rogue and do some stupid shit uh, then those people <laughs> are going to be able to demonstrate that you know uh, amori has gone crazy or yes sell out or whatever so we need to disregard his latest id and and because they are going to have, you know, some cloud that have built up over time, then, you know, their, their concern is going to be legitimate. This is, this is how you end up with a more decentralized system.